Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. All right, Dan, so enough with the Colts and the Texans and what it means to the Bears. The Bears cleaned out their lockers today. Justin Fields had a chance to speak to reporters, was not at the podium, was surrounded at his locker, <laughs> um, had a lot of interesting things to say. Nothing earth shattering unless I missed something off camera. But what would your, your description be of the way Justin Fields said goodbye and went into the offseason? Yeah, he said goodbye in front of a horde of about 65 media members, cameras, microphones, reporters. Everyone slammed around his little locker cubicle. We had to wait for a couple minutes while he finished his sandwich. And so if you want an awkward situation, you've got 60 people surrounded around the star quarterback watching me to sandwich before he can give his final words before heading into the offseason. Justin, I thought, was was pretty candid on a lot of topics. The first one, he was asked about not having the opportunity to pursue the uh, single-season quarterback rushing record that Lamar Jackson set and said, yeah, obviously I'm a little disappointed, but ultimately up the road, I would like to set passing records. And that was a nice acknowledgement of where he wants his career to go, who he believes himself to be as a quarterback and what the Bears face as they continue to try to develop him into not only just a reliable playmaking starter, but into a championship fueling star. And we'll get into a little bit more of that in a bit, because I think that's an important uh, topic to discuss. I think the other part of this is there was a, a an acknowledgement of his relationship with Luke Getze. And I've said forever that Luke is lucky to have Justin and Justin is lucky to have Luke and the bears are lucky to have them both because they've developed a connection in year one that will allow them to approach the second season together in a very productive manner. Justin is a guy who likes to be coached hard. Luke is a guy who doesn't sugarcoat anything. And so the productivity that that creates in a relationship uh, of a, a leader and a, and a, and a student and all the, the things that go with that, having the opportunity to to make the maximum progress possible uh, is there. And, and that trust, David, I, I don't think you can understate uh, or overstate that the, just the, how valuable that level of trust between those two guys is at this point, because we saw very recently in, in recent history with the bears that once that trust erodes, you, you're, you're in a, a really, really dangerous zone. And I think the bears are going to be able to avoid that because that, that there is this bond and this connection and this ability to talk openly, honestly, and candidly about what the offense looks like, what it should like look like and where it needs to go. Where do you think he was in terms of understanding what comes next in terms of the rhetoric and the conversation about 
drafting first overall, the availability of quarterbacks, and the Bears' belief in him. In terms of his headspace? Yeah. Look, I, I, I like I, I, you know, obviously he's going to he have address, Did he address it? Was he asked directly about how uh, much he needs to hear from Ryan Poles in terms of the Bears' belief in him or whether or not he questions that 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 confidence in him. He, he was not asked specifically about that. He was asked about the comments Andrew Ginoco made about him last week about his desire to own the city and own this team. And he said, look, I, I feel like I already do own it. That people in this building and particularly my teammates know how hard I work. They know what I'm about. They know what I'm invested in trying to accomplish. And so that gives, you know, a, a level of of infectious belief in the room and so justin i think he's very always has been very confident in himself and who he is and and what it means look like tuesday is going to be a significant day publicly for what the general manager says about his quarterback in that press conference i'm also not of the belief that the general manager has to play some subterfuge game to try to drum up interest in the number one pick because I believe that when you have the number one pick as opposed to the number two pick, you can hold an auction because all it takes is two teams that are interested in Bryce Young, and now you control that. You don't have another team ahead of you playing that that game with the puppeteer strings. And so I think that there is um, almost a level of honesty that the Bears are, are allowed at this point because all it takes is two interested teams to come up there, and you don't have to trick the rest of the league into believing that you're drafting a quarterback if you truly believe in your guy. And, and so that's where it's going gonna, it's gonna to look like, you know, as well as I do, that it's it's about listening to the words that Ryan Pohl speaks. It's about watching his body language. It's about hearing the things he doesn't say and trying to interpret what it all means, because I think there's going to be three months of, of wild, wide ranging speculation about the future of this quarterback. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I hope you're right, because I don't like the games and I think it's disingenuous to to project one thing if you believe another. And that may be part of being an, a pro sports executive these days. But if Ryan Poles went to the podium on Tuesday and declares his, you know, undying love and commitment to Justin Fields as a, as a uh, franchise, then it will be somewhat of a relief because yeah, there'd know, be little harm in it. I don't think. Well, you know, I, I don't know that Dan, because I, I think that um, to whatever degree, I, I don't think there would be any harm either, but I don't want to be naive about it either. Because I think that when you say, when you see these guys that they publicly say one thing and they believe another, you wonder if it is to, you know, there is that lying season right before the yeah. draft that where there's guys that are misled and leaks that are intended to, you know, deceive teams into thinking you're doing one thing when you're not really planning on doing it at all. So I don't know how much he wants to play those games, but it would be fine with me. Uh, it, and I can stand by everything we, we talked about on the radio this morning and talking about right now. But if Ryan Poles doesn't want to be publicly vague and privately supportive and would rather be just publicly supportive as a rule, great, because then nobody would have any questions. And I don't think it would diminish the value of that pick that significantly because the Texans need a quarterback, the Colts need a quarterback, other teams are going to need a quarterback, whether or not, regardless of what he says at all. Yeah, right. And and so it's just it's going to be fascinating. Uh, one of the things I want to do some research on just for my own personal knowledge is, is when when have these quarterback trade up trades been made? You know, what are the dates of that? So we can mark on our calendar like, OK, earmark this week for when when, you know, the the. 
Eagles went up for Carson Wentz and the, the Rams went up for, for Jared Goff and, and the number of examples we've had in the last 10 years. When did, when do those discussions sort of heat, heat up to the point where they become action plans? Because that's a, an important thing. You know, we, like I wrote down in my notebook at the end of the, the Bears Vikings game on, on Sunday afternoon, March 13th, save the date. That's the, the, the opening of the free agency negotiating period, right? That's when we're going to start to hear free agent contracts, April 27th. That's when the, the, the NFL draft begins. So those are two significant dates that we have to be aware of that we're all leading up to because we're really headed toward, uh, you know, a four month stretch here that is going to be pivotal in determining the direction of this franchise for better or for worse. And we won't know for a couple of years exactly what, what, what direction they're headed in, but you'll start to have an idea of how much they're able to get done, what they're doing and what their, what their priorities and visions are. 